This is an extract from The Reign of Love's Kingdom by Jean Lead. Wherever this love comes, it makes all imperfect things flee before it. But it strengthens and confirms every plant that is sown by the Spirit, which have long lain buried and makes them appear above ground. It is the king flower of the old parasitical spring that protects the old, transmuting all into one entire body of love that extend and give forth itself in all spiritual boundaries according to its high nature and property. It is not shut up to itself upon any consideration as to what it possesses and enjoys, for it holds nothing in proprietorship. Whatever its lot is, but all is free to the disciples of the same descent and bath with himself. This love cannot withdraw from any of their necessities. For it seeks not its own. It is God's only steward upon earth, whom he dare trust with the care of his household, who are in spiritual hunger and nakedness. Know whoever you be that are made to willingly venture the loss of all to arrive at this pearl of charity, that you shall most surely find it, and great rejoicing there will be at the finding of this lost good. Indeed, the house of the soul must be first thoroughly searched and the natural self-love must be swept out. For what is that which we must lose but even all rubbish, filth and dross, so that our hearts being emptied and cleansed from all this, the king of love may enter in with full train, wherein we may know nothing but concord, tranquility, and a springing treasury of all goodness. Wherefore, let all holy and pure minds be stirred up to wait for the dropping dews which fall from one eternal element to bring this plant of love's kingdom forward even unto its full height of perfection and be tender of its first burdens, for it has many subtle enemies, both at home and abroad. It is the air and therefore is conspired against. For can but the envious spirit find out where its bath doth spring, they will attempt to kill it, while it is but an infant. For which cause it must be hid in the clefts of the eternal rock. There it is to be fed and nourished with its own nature milk and honey of love, until it becomes strong and able to encounter and overcome all its opposites that it may reign alone as monarch of the soul. My friends, whoever you be that shall read this experimental writing, know assuredly that if you can but find this burning star of love risen, nay, if you can but feel the glowings and kindness of heat in the center of your heart, it is more to be valued than all other spiritual gifts or powers and divine ornaments which pertain to the new creation, then we may boldly despise and contemn all worldly dominions and all the joys and delights of sensual love. For you must know, it is such a sacred and celestial seed coming immediately from the heart of the deity as cannot admit anything of defilement or pollution to abide with it. It soon leaves the soul if anything be taken in which cannot abide the burning touch 
of this altar call but here it may be asked what is this love which is so highly exalted above all heavenly and heavenly things sure there must be some rare transcending quality in it not commonly known that makes you press it so vehemently truly well i may yet not i but the essential love itself doth move me to open the mystery of it which happily has not been understood as now by breaking up the fountain of it so that it may plentifully run forth for giving the light of the knowledge of it doth make that but make way for the very substance itself to rise sensibly in its flaming quality take this further account of it that it is known to be the most holy and pure generation of the immaculate virgin of god for which is prepared the virgin womb that this bath might be the choice and undefiled one of her that brings it forth it shall not be now at christ's second bath as it was at his first then his visage was mad more than any man's he was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and there was no form nor comeliness in him which made him to be set at naught and greatly despised though without sin or guile but being found a sufferer under it he therefore could not be exalted until he had his first bath in us which must precede his second there is, there is a vast difference between Christ's first and second coming many ages are passed wherein saints have known only the birth of christ in them after this weak suffering dying and reproachful state the apostles upon whom the holy ghost was poured forth after a most significant signal manner by which christ gave witness in them of his victory and exaltation enabling them to walk miraculously yet notwithstanding they were not gotten beyond the suffering bath of christ in themselves for they only had the revelation and foresight of his appearing in power and great glory but they departed this life and did not see the sign of the son of man the bath and establishment of love to take up in them for a visible reign and kingdom that might redeem out of all tribulation and so it has continued unto this day but yet there is not to be found a generation so prepared and made ready for the second coming of christ as was in that day which might make us doubt whether the coming of christ is so near because this bath of love is so hardly found in any risen up to an absolute dominion which is a sure introduction to the omnipotent reign of christ in this visible earth in the inward properties of the love flock but you will say the apostles and those that were conveyed by their ministry were all in the dispensation of love and were in expectation of having the kingdom restored to Israel in their day what was the reason then that Christ's second birth did not rise in them to which I answer that it was taught me by the father of wisdom that all of that generation should drink of their lord's suffering and dying cup as he often entered unto them when personally with them though they had a general spirit of prophecy concerning his glorious reign in which he would appear in his saints 
and then again it may be disputed as to whether those elders themselves had completed their own regeneration and were perfectly arrived to the throne dominion of love as fixed overcomers paul peter and john who are the most eminent amongst them seem to have somewhat more insight than what they had attained to and so were still pressing after it however it may be concluded that they had got the start before any that are known at this day yet it seems that either though love's womb has been shut off from bringing forth children of the resurrection at least to anything that is manifestly known but for this we may have good hope that if indeed it be born in anyone and made strong to maintain its right and superiority over the all inward creation ruling as god by whom it is certainly avouched that a virgin spirit shall be given to such for eternal generation who shall be able to raise and quicken the holy grain of love that lieth as dead so that love may see her offspring to multiply exceedingly unto all perfect purity such an holy congregation and society being once raised to reign upon love's throne together will be as so many raised banners which will be terrible to the nations which stand without the circle of love now by all this we see what has hitherto put a stop and caused the lord to delay his coming and we continue to delay until perfect love is come to burn up every image in the mind that is not engraved by god's own finger it is certainly to be concluded that love is the golden watch and baptizing pool out of which souls do come all ruddy and white clear and bright to whom the lord may say my dove my fair one my undefiled come away the love scarlet die has washed thy blackness away so that now doubt all fear in my eye this is a prophecy which has been fulfilled in part and will have more abundant fulfillment as this spirit of burning love takes possession of hearts then the very face of god will be the covering by which we shall see and know what before we were ignorant of as to our own pure love's nativity which was foreknown in christ before the world of wrath and bitterness did show itself and thus by the first and second birth of christ in us all will come to be restored to a glorious new creation where love shall die no more nor sin live which brought in cause and sorrow and estranged god from us now is not all this a most persuasive motive to the love flock wherever scattered that god intends to bring them to this love band of perfection that we may know one another as God's enkindled sparks increasing to flames which are to consume all envy and wrath as stubble and dross the trumpet sounds from Mount Zion and waxed louder and louder we daily hear it from which we have declared the most excellent things that concern the eternal love fellowship in God's own clearness in which no spot of darkness is to be found
you will say where are such to be found according to this degree which we have been describing all visible churches and societies are far too light when weighed with this golden grain and shekel of the eternal sanctuary we know it to be so from the all-piercing eye which doth try all degrees of love and may be universally bewailed that so much superficial formal and dead love is found both to god and one another hence we do not wonder that the bridegroom makes no more haste his bride wanting as yet a full vesture or robe of pure charity without which he can never be said to be ready for this is to be all our glory both within and without and to adorn her for love and delight therefore all preeminence and honor give to love taking all care to nourish it up in god and there abound in it towards one another this high pure and mystical unity of love has been yet very little understood and even less practiced that heaven-born society is much scattered where is love's paved habitation to be found in which fervent charity doth only act and move loving and admiring as god appears and looks forth through the lattice of humanity in each one oh how should it draw out and open the springs of love as god himself who is the spirit and life of love which moveth and riseth in holy souls therefore it becomes us to be tender of it not to grieve it nor quench it in in one another for that may cause it to sink and die away in ourselves and then the very arc of our strength depart from us and the heat the heat and vigor of all spiritual life declines with it upon which consideration O ye heaven born out of the womb of eternal love wherever this pass let your gatherings be to this lifted up standard where love's kingdom is known and possessed in all peace joy and tranquility the trumpet from mount zion does sound to call you away from all worldly drossy perishing loves which are not super sensual and celestial nay further it doth call you away from all lukewarm superficial loves for love's workings must be fervent strong and immutable for the making meet for the rising and abiding power of the holy ghost to walk from all which will be brought out of the fiery furnace of love for the great and mighty things that give testimony of christ's kingdom in his sense being come for it will surely open from this center now whoever here that feel the touch of this celestial firestone send forth your warming sparks to set one another in an holy flame know your own mother's children hide not yourselves from them be no longer strangers towards them find them out from north to south and revive yet once again the apostolic north and band of unfeigned love that may forerun the bridegroom's return to dwell among us so that we may no longer fast and mourn but be ever feasted with loves multiplying from the fountain deity 
even so confirm it accordingly O Lord Jesus Amen First John chapter 3 Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not beloved now are we the sons of God and it doth not yet appear what we shall be but we know that when he shall appear we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is and every man that has this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure whosoever committed sin transgresseth also the law for sin is the transgression of the law and you know that he was manifested to take away our sins and in him is no sin whosoever abided in him sinneth not whosoever sinneth has not seen him neither known him little children let no man deceive you he that doeth righteousness is righteous even as he is righteous he that committed sin is of the devil for the devil sinned from the beginning for this purpose the son of god was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil whosoever is born of god does not commit sin for his seed remaineth in him and he cannot sin because he is born of god in this the children of god are manifest and the children of the devil whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of god neither he that loveth not his brother for this is the message that ye heard from the beginning that we should love one another not as cain who was of that wicked one and slew his brother and wherefore slew him because his own works were evil and his brothers righteous marvel not my brethren if the world hate you we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren he that loveth not his brother abideth in death whosoever hated his brother is a murderer and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him hereby perceive we the love of god because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren but whoso has this world's good and seeth his brother have need and shutteth off his bowels of compassion from him how dwelleth the love of god in him my little children let us not love in word neither in tongue but in deed and in truth and hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him for if our heart condemn us god is greater than our heart and knoweth all things beloved if our heart condemn us not then have we confidence toward god and whatsoever we ask we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight and this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son jesus christ and love one another as he gave us commandment 
and he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him and he in him and hereby we know that he abideth in us by the spirit which he has given us chapter 4 beloved believe not every spirit but try the spirits whether they are of God because many false prophets are gone out into the world hereby know ye the spirit of God every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God and this is that spirit of Antichrist whereof ye have heard that it should come and even now already is it in the world ye are of God little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world they are of the world therefore speak they of the world and the world heareth them we are of God he that knoweth God heareth us he that is not of God heareth not us hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error beloved let us love one another for love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God he that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love in this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him herein is love not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins beloved if God so loved us we ought also to love one another no man has seen God at any time if we love one another God dwelleth in us and his love is perfected in us hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit and we have seen and do testify that the father sent the son to be the savior of the world whosoever shall confess that jesus is the son of god god dwelleth in him and he in god and we have known and believed the love that god has to us god is love and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in god and god in him herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this world there is no fear in love but perfect love casted out fear because fear has torment he that feareth is not made perfect in love we love him because he first loved us if a man say i love god but hated his brother he is a liar for he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen how can he love God whom he has not seen and this commandment have we from him that he who loveth God love his brother also the scripture talks about love let's see what this love is first Corinthians chapter 13 1 Corinthians chapter 13 Though I speak with the tongues of men 
and of angels and have not love I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal and though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love I am nothing and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be burned and have not love it profited me nothing love suffereth long and is kind love envieth not love vaunteth not itself is not puffed up does not behave itself unseemly seeketh not our own is not easily provoked thinketh no evil rejoiceth not in iniquity but rejoiceth in truth beareth all things believeth all things hopeth all things endureth all things love never faileth but whether there be prophecies they shall fail whether there be tongues they shall cease whether there be knowledge it shall vanish away for we know in part and we prophesy in part but when that which is perfect is come then that which is in part shall be done away when I was a child I speak as a child I understood as a child I thought as a child but when I became a man I put away childish things for now we see through a glass darkly but then face to face now I know in part but then shall I know even as also I am known and now abided faith hope love these three but the greatest of these is love first corinthians chapter 13 from the children's version I may speak in different languages of men or even angels but if I do not have love then I am only a noisy bell or a ringing cymbal. I may have the gift of prophecy. I may understand all the secret things of God and all knowledge and I may have faith so great that I can move mountains. But even with all these things, if I do not have love, then I am nothing. I may give everything I have to feed the poor, and I may even give my body as an offering to be burned. But I gain nothing by doing these things if I do not have love. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous it does not brag and it is not proud love is not rude is not selfish and does not become angry easily love does not remember wrongs done against it love is not happy with evil but is happy with the truth 
love patiently accepts all things it always trusts always hopes and always continues strong love never ends love never ends there are gifts of prophecy but they will be ended there are gifts of speaking in different languages but those gifts will end there is the gift of knowledge but it will be ended these things will end because this knowledge and these prophecies we have are not complete but when perfection comes the things that are not complete will end when i was a child i talked like a child i thought like a child i made plans like a child when i became a man i stopped those childish ways it is the same with us now we see as if we are looking into a dark mirror but at that time in the future we shall see clearly now i know only a part but at that time i will know fully as god has known me so these three things continue forever faith hope and love and the greatest of this is love The words of our Lord Jesus Christ himself. Matthew chapter 5 And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the poor in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you, and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savour, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to destroy the law, 
or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments, and shall teach men so, it shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment, and whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there remember that thy brother has hurt against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. Agree with thy adversary quickly, while thou art in the way with him, lest at any time the adversary deliver thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee thee to the officer, and thou be cast into prison. Verily I say unto thee, thou shalt by no means come out thence, till thou hast paid the uttermost farthing. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her, has committed adultery with her already in his heart. And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell and if thy right hand offend thee cut it off and cast it from thee for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell it had been said whosoever shall put away his wife let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causes her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committed adultery. Again, ye have heard that it has been said by them of old time, Thou shalt not forswear thyself, but shalt perform unto the Lord thy oath. But I say unto you, Swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou cannot make one hair white or black. But let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than this cometh of evil. Ye have heard that it has been said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, that ye resist not evil. But whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if any man will sue thee at the law, 
and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twin. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that will borrow of thee, turn not thou away. Ye have heard that it has been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despised fully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Chapter 6 of Matthew Take heed that ye do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thy arms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest arms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thy arms may be in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues, and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard, for they are much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things ye have need of, before ye ask him. After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, 
anoint thy head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Chapter 7 Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? But consider not the beam that is in thine own eye. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the moat out of thy eye. And behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye. And then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Neither cast ye your pearls before swine lest they trample them under their feet, and turn again and rend you. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh, receive it. And he that seeketh, find it. 
and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you whom if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that walk iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock and everyone that heareth these things of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it and it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. <laughs>